All right, we're back. Uh, interesting episode. Both work. You're the first guest who's like around my age yeah. in a while who also works a nine to five. Yes. So the recording worked out perfectly. It did. It was yeah. wonderful. Both got done with our fun little summer jobs. Oh, yeah, fun. That's another, <laughs> that's another statement. That's another statement. <laughs> but um, anyway, Andy, Shay, welcome to the Sam Yard. Thank you. I'm so happy I'm here. I, yes. I'm so excited to be I here. I remember you uh, brought up the idea because uh-huh. if you want to tell tell the uh, podcast what you do for, yeah, um, for your summer gig. So right now I am a junior at Liberty University mm-hmm. and I'm studying journalism and digital media. Word up. And I up. wanted to learn a little more about politics. I want to be a political journalist. I wanted to learn more about the field I want to go into. So I'm a congressional intern for Kevin McCarthy here in the 23rd district. And so that's how I got to know Sammy. We were actually at a um, BPD press conference and we just started talking and I was like, you have a podcast? Yeah. I was like, you have a what? <laughs> <laughs> this 19-year-old boy in a suit and tie at a police <laughs> press conference has his own podcast and I was instantly intrigued. I was like, I gotta write about this. Right. Absolutely. Right. That was my that was my first day and I was like, man. That was, was your first day? My first day. Uh-huh. You looked really good. You were really sharp. Like you looked <laughs> like you've you. been in the business. You, know, you had the suit and everything. <laughs> the thing was, is I contemplated the whole time as we left the office to go to that event at the BPD. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, man, do I wear a suit jacket or do I not <laughs> wear a suit jacket? And the best part about it is it was 95 degrees. It was 95 degrees. And I was just going to say, people don't know that we live in a, or we live in Bakersfield. Yeah. So uh, it's California. I love California. Great state. It's very pretty. But where we live is yeah. not... It's the desert. Yeah, it's That's desert. the only reason. And it's, so, you know, deserts are... And I, and I was at the beach, right, for eight mm-hmm. months of the year. And I miss it every day. Every yeah. I wake up, I'm of like... Of course you would. There's no beach near me. I would, too. There's no beach near me. But, um, yeah, that was the first day. I was like, wow, this is intense. But it mm-hmm. made me realize that, all right, I'm going to do something with this podcast. Because it allowed me to, to have all these different types of people in front of me. I was like, okay, yeah. I can interview these types of people. Yeah. And then met you mm-hmm. you actually folks andy asked to be on the show she's like i, I want to be on i was like all right we can definitely make something work you know what i mean so <laughs> that makes it sound so pushy oh my gosh <laughs> no, no, i want to be on your show <laughs> put me on the show yeah but uh how do you how do you like uh your your journalism um, oh my gosh field i so far in college it's amazing mm-hmm. i've known i wanted to be a journalist since i was in middle school like right. i had this really cool opportunity when I was in seventh grade to be a student reporter Mm -hmm. for one of our local TV channels. And I mean, I was hooked. I was like, this is it. This is good. This is fun. Um, So I heard about the podcast and I was like, I could write about this. Mm -hmm. I have like so many, I just like instantly was like, how are you getting Kevin McCarthy and Vince (laughs) Vaughn and like all these people as guests on your podcast Mm -hmm. as a startup crazy mm-hmm. so i mean it hasn't been easy what i've learned is like I can't imagine. you have to be persistent yeah and when you when you talk to people like a vince Vaughn or kevin mccarthy or the mayor of, of bakersfield mm-hmm. it's you need to be open and you need to be quick to the point because everyone's always you know they're politicians so everyone's always trying to appease yeah. them or you know i don't know <laughs> trying to they're, they're trying to i don't know tell them what they what they want they're trying to get their way right so i wasn't yeah. i was going to sugarcoat i was like look i'm an 18 year old kid i'm a 19 year old kid I have a podcast, 
and I would love to have you on. Would you like to, to sit down and, yeah. and, and join the show? And I mean, it's been a success for, uh, for I mean, all the politicians I've asked. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I have lucky street going. Hopefully it stays that way. Yeah. But it's about being uh, persistent, but also confident in what you can, um, in your product or whatever, whatever you're producing. So yeah. in your case, it's writing. In my case, it's podcasting. Right. So, yeah. I can't imagine, like, how refreshing it must have been for them to hear someone, I mean, press, mm -hmm. press to press, press and to press. Just, just saying, hey, I'm not here with an agenda, I'm yeah. not here to sugarcoat, like, mm -hmm. I'm not here to try and get you to do something, mm -hmm. I just, I just want to talk to you. But that must have been super cool. It was. Overwhelming at times. The Kevin McCarthy episode. Oh my gosh. When I, because, so, so what happened was, is I started the podcast in 2020, mm -hmm. and then it was a climbing up the ladder with guests. So yeah. it was like, I started out with, my dad was my first guest ever. Mm -hmm. And then I had friends on and high school teachers on. Cause I started when I was a junior at my last month of my junior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So it was like people who I knew. Yeah. And so I started building it up and then Vince Fong, Assemblyman Vince Fong was the first politician I had on in July of 2020, mm -hmm. right? So the early days of the pandemic. Yeah. And then people, after that episode, people were sliding up uh, on, on my story and DMing me, have McCarthy on. Have Kevin McCarthy on. I was like, no oh, I was, I was so they like, were reaching out to you. Yeah, people they would give their big. Are you gonna have McCarthy on? Question mark. And I and I said to myself, like at first, I was like, that's never gonna happen. But then I started thinking, you know what? Yeah. Don't don't ever say never. I mean, like it's it's possible. Yeah. Because like obviously Vince Fong, uh, something when Vince Fong used to work for Kevin McCarthy, so they have that connection. Right. And I had to wait a year because he's always gone mm -hmm. and so always he, yeah and I was busy doing my own thing over my senior high school mm -hmm. and then it's just the way it all happened it was just it was just it was definitely something that wasn't planned but something that was meant to be you know what I mean yeah I think I ran into his wife I don't even like talk about how I got him on but I ran into his wife I outside would love of for you to talk okay about okay <laughs> so I remembered it was end of July of 2021 and I was about to move into college I was stressed out mm -hmm. I was like man I'm entering a whole new season what am I going to do with the podcast but I was like I'm going to keep right. it going but I wanted like one final dope guest for my last episode of summer before I was going to move and start a whole new life um, so I ran into his wife outside of a Trader Joe's <laughs> like a couple minutes from my house and I was with my dad and um, I started talking to her and I said uh, I'm not going to mention her name I, I'll I'll I'll, I'll say her last name, but yeah. I was like, Mrs. McCarthy, um, I'm Sam, she knew who I was. And I was like, you know, I have a podcast, I've had the mayor on recently, uh, when summer first started, I've had mm -hmm. a been Fong on. Yeah. I would love to get your husband on. I know it's gonna be challenging. I know he's like super, super busy and popular mm -hmm. politician, but can we make something work? And she was very, very kind. Cause I, I think about it, like I was an 18 year old, like most people would have looked at that and be like, what is this 18 year old kid now? Like, what, what, what is he going to do with a podcast? No, but it was ambitious. It was ambitious, but I took the leap. I took the step. Yeah, absolutely. And she was like, she was like, give me your number. We'll figure something out. And I was like, that's probably not going to, I was, well, I was 50-50. I was like, it right. maybe will happen. It maybe will not happen. Yeah, you never know. So I, I prayed about it and I was like, if it happens, it happens. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And she called me, I think a week later and was like, he's down, he can do it uh, next week. Are you open? Mm. And I said, Yes. Oh my, yeah. I said yes. No. Yeah, I'll yeah. make the time. Don't <laughs> like, worry about like, it. We'll make the time. <laughs> we will make the time. But it was like, I think it was Monday morning at mm -hmm. like 10. And that was actually the most nervous I've had. Top top three most most nervous and anxious moments of my life. 
How do you prepare your questions? That's a very good question. I got the call on a Friday. Like the, so she had called me like on a Wednesday and said, yeah. we can make something work. And then his office called me mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, send us your questions over. I was like, oh wow, that's a real deal. They're like, send us your questions over. We want to make sure what you're talking about. Yeah. And I mean, rightfully so. I, they don't want right. him to get grilled. Yeah. And it's a, an By uncomfortable situation. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, they called me and I, I was, I was getting off of work. It was like, oh, I was about to get off work. It was like at 4.30. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right. It's showtime. It's the weekend, but it's like I gotta get, I gotta get focused. I gotta be focused. I gotta know yeah. what I'm gonna talk about. Yeah. And so I got home, immediately went to my room, changed, got some water. I was, I was in the zone, and I started doing research. Um, started looking at his Instagram, looking on the internet. Yeah. Got uh, the notes app open on my phone, and from there, there I started jotting down questions. Yeah. And it, and I, I started that when I started. I started that Friday, and I probably like finished like the final draft of those questions on a Sunday, like Sunday afternoon or Sunday night, emailed them over and then they were like, all right, it's a, we, like what you, we like what you have to say. It looks good. Um, he can do the episode. It wasn't a Monday, I think it was like a Wednesday. Okay. So anyway, yeah. it was a couple right. days later, they're like, he's, he's down to do it this day. And then his uh, Capitol Police actually, they wanted to meet me beforehand and they wanted to see where we were gonna record it. Get out. So I was, uh, I was actually working and I was like, I can uh, meet them. My mom called me actually. They talked to my mom, and yeah. my mom was like, the Capitol Cops are here for you. I'm like, what? I was like, I had nothing to do with the insurrection. My mom's like, yeah, they, they want to meet you. They're, she was like, Sammy, don't worry. It's, it, they it's, they want to know what's going on. I'm like, all right, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I meet his one. So he had like two or three Capitol Cops there, mm-hmm. but I talked to one of them because let's, let's say he has like, he goes somewhere and he has like three or four capital police Was it like with his him. head guy that's always I think with so. Because he I always see, has a different I see, guy. I see this one yeah. guy every time. He always has yeah. the dopest sunglasses. Yeah, he was so cool. I have no idea what his name is. Yeah, he's had different guys throughout. But I don't know if it was his main guy, but he was definitely one who did a lot of the, the interviewing and the talking. Yeah, okay. So right. uh, when he usually goes places, he has like three or four people. So yeah. I think in that instance, when I went to go meet him and showed him, showed him the location where we would be recording the episode. Mm-hmm. He brought like two or three people with him, mm. but they guarded the door of the or the doors of the or the exits of the building yeah. that I was showing them. So I'm like, oh wow, and I was like, uh, my dad was with me. He was like, it's all right, you'll be good. And I was like, this is real life. <laughs> yeah. Text up my boys. I was like, you guys would never know what, what was going on. And then one of my boys is like, dude, you got this, bro. So I was like, I do got this. Yeah. And it wasn't anything uh, arrogant. I was I was confident because I, yeah. I realized it was humbling because I realized I started with my dad. Mm-hmm not knowing where this podcast would go. Yeah. And I'll have the highest ranking Republican politician who's about to be on my show that I started. Yeah. So I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. But I was very nervous too. And then uh, the Capitol Cop, I'm like, we're going to record in here. Uh, I was like, I, the questions were approved. It's all set. And then he's like, awesome. And then he just starts asking me personal questions. Mm-hmm. And that lasted for about, I was on my lunch break, so that lasted for about a, thir- a little over 30 minutes, probably like closer to 45. And I was like, I'll see you in two days, sir. And he's like, I'll see you then. And then yeah, the rest is history. So yeah. you were just talking about how your dad was your very first guest on your podcast. Yes, yeah. So it really started from the ground. Oh, 100%. Started it started from, with family. Yeah. I mean, that's who I was comfortable with. Man. And that's who did I was you, with. Did you have, like, an initial vision or, like, inspiration uh, behind question. this when you first created it? Um, or were you just like, eh, this would be dope. Yeah, so it's a, a mix. I was like, you know what? I need to try this because it was something that I I had the first thoughts of it like April 2020 
Oh, okay. Maybe end of March 2020. It was when like uh, quarantine had just happened. Oh, so, I was like, so school had just... Yeah, I was yeah. stuck in my thoughts. I was bored. And I was like, yeah. what am I doing? So I was watching a lot of podcasts at the time. Okay. And um, I was like, that'd be dope. Because I was watching a, 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 a podcast with two comedians. Oh. And I was like, these guys are funny. And I was... I, I not not to like brag. I don't even know if this is bragging, but I was class clown in high school. So I was like, I'm a funny guy. Like I, I can like do this. Like I can do this. You know what I mean? And then I can do this, but I was like, I have a serious side of me too. So I was like, I'm gonna add some serious guests yeah, on too. Right. I remember I told my mom about it and she's like, That sounds dope. That that sounds cool. And like she was my mom was actually my first fan. She was my first supporter. So That's she great. Yeah, so she That's was great. like she was, and she still gives me tips till this day. She's like, mm-hmm. maybe you should have this guest on. Sammy, maybe do this, don't do that. And I, and I always, we always have a good chat about different episodes and stuff. But anyway, I had told my mom about it and we would go on bike rides when she would get home from work because mm-hmm. there was nothing else to do. I mean, yeah. you remember those days. Yeah. I'm like, what was there to do? It was nothing. eerie. It was eerie and it was like, it was, it was eerie, but it was also a, some clarity too because it was like, a break from the hustle and bustle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like calm in the chaos. Yeah. I mean, once in a while, you would like, just like get a little bit of a like. Calm in the storm. <gasps> like, it's like you had a yeah. torrential downfall yep. now with like. Oh, <laughs> we were in the middle of the hurricane mm-hmm. in those, in those quiet moments with 100%, the family. <laughs> 100%. And then, um, so I went on like two or three bike rides with my mom. And I think it was like the third or fourth one. I was like telling her the vision about it. I was like, Anybody answer your question about the vision, I was like, Mom, I want to have, like, this podcast. I want to entertain people, but also influence them at the same time mm-hmm. while having fun. I mean, I do it in school all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she was like... She's a professional. Yeah, she was like, you should try it. And But I didn't know what to do. Like, I was like, yeah. how do I get my voice out there? How do I get on Spotify? Yeah. How do people even find out about me? Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like one of those things, like, it was meant to happen. Like, I always say, I didn't find podcasting. It found me. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because it was before I had Spotify Premium. I was actually running around the block. Um, listening to ads? Yeah. <laughs> and an ad came on. No, I was listening to, So it was like, yeah, I don't know if you have Spotify. Yeah. But like if but you don't have you Premium. you get like two ads in yeah, a row you get, Premium. Yeah, you get five songs. Oh, those are five songs. Those are dark days. But man. then you get the ads and you're like, but I was on a grind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I got an ad and it talked about Anchor. I was like, oh, that's kind of a dope name. What's Anchor? Oh I thought it was like some streaming service, which essentially it is in a sense, but so it was like Anchor. Yeah, so there we go. And so it was like Anchor. It talked about how it was a free podcasting app, and I was running, and then I stopped, and I said to myself, "What is going on?" I was like, "This is meant to be." Because I could have, I could have been running, <laughs> and another song could have came on, and that ad could have never came on, or it could have been at my house. Um, hanging out doing my own thing listening to spotify too and maybe that ad would have came on but since i would have been so like focused yeah maybe i would have just skipped the ad Nothing or just would have not paid attention to Nothing it i don't believe in coincidences absolutely and then so i took a screenshot of it because like i'm not gonna forget this screenshot okay mm-hmm. boom saved it then music uh resumes thank god it resumed right <laughs> and then i um i finished my run and then i said to myself uh, well, no, it was one of those things like, I kept like forgetting about it. Mm-hmm. Like I have ADHD, so like I forget. Like yeah. I have so many thoughts going on. Like you're I going forget. a million miles a minute, yeah, all the time. And then so it's funny because we went to get Chick Fil A a couple days later, and we were in the you know like, Chick Fil A. So we live in Bakersfield, folks. It's like half a million people. 
But there's one Chick-fil-A. One. It's supposed to be two, but they've been saying that for like two or three years now. I'm not yeah. buying it. I'm sorry. It's supposed to be the, the Pier 1 on Rosedale, and it's never. It's not a great spot it's either. Never. But we don't have to talk about real estate. Know, you true. know what I mean? But um, so we were in the Chick-fil-A line, and the, it was like there was no indoor dining, and the lines were so long. It was like 30, 45 minute wait. Yeah. I'm just sitting there, and I, I started thinking, oh, wait, what about that anchor thing? I was like, I just like had that thought. Oh. And so I got my phone out. I think I downloaded it, created a profile, and then, yeah. And then I was like, I don't know what to do for my first episode. I would just, like, complain to my mom. <laughs> and then she's like, well, I, I mean, it, it's up to you. There's so many – you can talk to so many people. You're, you're, you're a great communicator, and you love to talk. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're right, Mom. And then I think yeah, it's after – Mom, a, you're a, right. Yeah. <laughs> moms, are, my, moms are usually always right, right? <laughs> but um, we had a – we went on a family bike ride that night, and I just – I, like – I had been ignoring the idea. Like, it had been pressing me, like, you need to get this first episode out. Just interview your dad. Mm-hmm. He has can talk about amazing things. He can yeah. give a great perspective. And um, I remember we finished that bike ride. And I was like, Dad, uh, we're going to do this, this podcast episode tonight. And my dad's like, all right. He's like, all right. That's, that's cool. But he didn't. And, like, I knew, like, it was, like, interesting because I didn't know what his response would have been. He was super, super chill about it. And he wasn't like, what the heck is that? You sure you want to do this? He was like, mm-hmm. kind of go with the flow. Right. And so <laughs> I still, I'm not a procrastinator, but for some reason I was, like, procrastinating this. And I think it was a new thing. So I was yeah. like, kind of, like, I don't know, weary about it. Mm-hmm. So, or, yeah, or wary about it, excuse me. And then so uh, we did it at, like, 9.30 or 10 at night. And then I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. And then I just, like, I needed to edit some stuff, but I didn't know how to edit it because it was yeah. on the app. You're, you're really supposed to edit on the web browser. People out there who have a podcast and you have Anchor, if you're going to edit, do it on the web browser. It's so much easier. <laughs> okay, just getting that out there. But um, I got – I was trying to edit it. I don't even know if I had to cut something out by accident. I don't know. Who knows to this day? Yeah. It, it is what well, it is, right? It's, yeah. It's out there now. Yeah, so I, I uploaded the episode at, like, 10 – and I said, wow, we're off. Spam link to my boys, my high school friends. Yeah. Um, Gotta get the boys on that. Yeah. And then so many different people on Instagram promoted it on my story. And then, like, it was crazy. I could have never predicted it. Like, friends started posting about it on their Instagram yeah. and Snap stories. And I was like, whoa, this is dope. Like, they support me. Cool. And then, like, acquaintances who, like, I wouldn't, like, consider, like, super close friends. Like, it's, like... Those friends, like, you're, you can have a cool conversation with yeah. you don't really hang out that much. Yeah. They started posting about it. So I'm like, word up. Like, why not? Yeah. You know, let's get the word Dope. out there. And then, I mean, it just, it grew. And then so many, I was getting DMs at, like, one in the morning. That's like, crazy. this is dope, Sam. Keep it up. And then I got the podcast bug now. I, like, did, like, five episodes in the month of May, which is, like, the most ever till this day, like, in one month. Wow. But, yeah. So that's, like, so, I know it wasn't a quick story, but, I mean, that's, like, the... It wasn't hard the, to get the hang <laughs> of the whole editing thing. No, it wasn't. And I don't <laughs> even... jumped on I don't it. even do too much editing. Like, the thing is, the old, so I don't really have to worry about editing the audio, because it, okay. it all, for the most part, goes smooth. What I do yeah. have to, when I edit, um, or actually, like, the crux of the editing, or not all the editing, is the video. So it's what you see on my Instagram. It's what you see yeah. now on Spotify where you can you can either pick to listen to the audio or you can watch the video. So that's what you see is me editing the video and all that stuff. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it takes patience. It takes time. And so... Yeah. Did I, you I ever know. think to yourself when you're 
considering making the podcast like oh this is just gonna be me and my friends thing we're gonna have a laugh good question or you're like no i want the minority leader (laughs) sitting across from me by next year i'll tell you what it was it was it was me so when i thought about like the types of guests i was gonna have on Mm -hmm. i said to myself all right let's just start with who you know because i can i like i'm confident in my uh communication skills that's one thing i'm very confident is my communication skills and my social skills i'm like i can talk to anyone so I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And then from there, it was getting comfortable. So I was, it, I was starting. To, I started talking to people I was already comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I then I started meeting. From there, I started networking. So I started meeting friends of their friends. Right. And like friends of their friends who did dope things, like who have climbed Mount uh, Everest twice. What? Yeah, that's an old episode with Elias Blanca. Great dude, super super talented guy. But anyway, that was like a thing. I was like, I would have never talk to him if I didn't like interview one of our mutual friends yeah so from there we're just building connections and right going from there and I mean I would have never to answer your question I would have never thought that um I would have had any politician on but it was getting comfortable yeah. with my communication skills it was mm-hmm. getting comfortable with the guests and then trying out new guests where I said to myself all right shoot your shot so mm-hmm. I shot my shot and it went, it went smooth. It worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, obviously, this is gaining some traction. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> to put it, to put it lightly, so. yeah. right? It's doing well. Thank so you. do you think that this will have any impact on a future career choice? Like, mm. what are you... Because I know that you're a business major. Yes. Right? And you have a minor in communications. Yeah. So... Would this potentially take the reins at some point? That's a good would question. Would you change your major? I mean, I haven't really talked about this too much, but... I definitely want to. Well, it's more to think about. I've talked about this. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> this, this is a, a career choice. This is real about. life. Yeah. This is what's gonna help me make a living, whatever I choose. But um, I want to definitely do something with business. Always have been want to do something with business. Mm-hmm. I've always been recently. I mean, maybe actually for most of my life, it stems from me liking movies and TV shows. I've always had an affinity towards um, media, right? So as I started doing the podcast, I was like, man, I kind of want to do something with media. So I, in terms of career, I would love to do something with um, uh, media um, and business combined. Because, I mean, if you're doing something with media, there's, there's, I mean, there's business that is intertwined with everything. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. Absolutely. So I definitely want to do business, but I want to use that business within media or marketing. Okay. Um, but also, like, a big goal is that I want to be able to really grow this podcast. Yeah. Where I can make a living off it one day. Yeah. And, like, who knows where that can take it. I mean, because, like... I look at it like this, like if I, ha- I have my dad on, mm-hmm. and then fast forward to having the mayor on, yeah. and fast forward to like meeting so many different guests I would have never met mm-hmm. if I didn't take these small steps. Yeah, So absolutely. it's like if I keep being consistent and focused and, and being diligent, it's quite a possibility that I can make this a living and really grow the show, so. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. So, I mean, I just can't even imagine, like, starting this two years ago, and now no. look at where you're at. What's no. your What's your most watched video? Good question. I'd is take it, a guess. <laughs> I was like, is it Kevin McCarthy? It is. How it many is. views do you have on that video? Uh, that got, like, close to, like, 3,000 and all with, like, streams and wow. downloads and all that. And I remember it was actually, that's a it was a really interesting thing. Because, I mean, he was such, I don't care what people think about him. Like, I, I, and, and. No, I, he's great. And this is actually, like, he's a so thing kind. I've never addressed on my podcast. Like, I don't really get political. Like, I don't, I, I've had Republicans on my show, and I've had Democrats on my show. Yeah. I have. And I always find a way to stay in the middle and to relate to whatever, whatever, um, 
party uh, that politician represents. Yeah, 100%. They're guests. But, but one thing I'm going to get out there is is people, I mean, Kevin gets a lot of hate out there. Mm-hmm. He, he really does. But, um, I mean, you can judge him based on what you hear in the media and, and, what, you, and what you read about him in, in articles or whatnot. But I, I, I mean, I met people in college who like hated him. Yeah. And I'm like, they, no, they, they literally hated him. And I'm like, I know, I, I take those phone calls yeah, every day. You yeah. do. But yeah. they, they were like, tell me, like, I can't believe you had that piece of S on your show. And, and I was like, okay, thank God you, you, you know how to compose yourself. Because I like, I, I would have freaked out at that person. Yeah. But um, I, what I'm trying to say is he's, he's a, no matter what you hear about him, and what you read about him, he's he's genuinely a great person. Yeah. He was so nice to me. He was nice to my family. Mm-hmm. He got to know my parents. He got to know, um, I talked to both my mom and dad after the episode. Like, he's a busy guy, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone's busy, but especially him, he is super, super busy. He's abundantly busy. I mean, abundantly. Yeah. And so, so we record this episode, and it wasn't just, he was like, all right, thank you, son. Um, I gotta go now. Good luck. He, he we sat finished, with you. He sat with me, and he, yeah. and then my mom and dad. That was the first episode I had like live people in attendance, and both my mom and dad were there. It was actually a really special moment, and he talked to my mom and dad for like so ten great. minutes, and um, was such a good guy, great guy. And it's and true. then um, he started. He followed me on Instagram, and then he we got. He gave me his number. I'm like, what? I'm like, I will he not was- give this number out to to people. <laughs> but he, at- he gave what? me his number, and then he said he started calling me Sammy. I'm like, wow. Most most people name me they call me Sam, but Sammy, all right, cool. It's, That's what's it's up. Sammy hour. Yeah, the Sammy hour. And then he was like, it, um, uh, "Let me know when the episode's out. We're we're gonna promote this thing." And he mm-hmm. said, "Where?" As in, we are. And I was like, "What is going on?" And then uh, so he promoted it for me. Part of a, that's a big reason why I gained that's so much traction. Amazing. And then he posted a picture. We took a picture after we re- we recorded the episode, yeah. and he posted that like on his Instagram, wow. which he has like hundreds of thousands of followers on. Yeah, and that was an yeah. interesting thing because I got a lot of followers from that. Like I got like two hundred followers, maybe that's great. maybe a little under, more or less around there. Uh-huh. Um, but I also got a lot of like hate DMs. They're like, I can't believe you had this this crappy politician. Oh, what does some eighteen year old kid know? In, who's interviewing a politician in shorts and Jordans? I said, this is kind of a dope style. Like, you yeah. know, like, I'm he's like, hey, don't talk yeah. about I was my like, clothes. Excuse me, excuse me, but yeah. Can I? Okay, because that poses just a huge realm for you yeah. in terms of worldview. Yeah, you're having Democrats on a show, yep. Republicans on a show. You're getting hate mail essentially you're getting yeah yeah, that is that is that is the currency yes (laughs) but you're getting followers like how has this shaped how you view media how you view Mm -hmm. politics how you view people how you like what is how has this affected you right i mean i've always been a big believer in hearing people speak and hearing their story i mean um with with having the podcast i've gotten to interview so many different types of people from all different walks of life mm-hmm. who all have different perspectives and experiences. So when you add all those things together, you get a different story, you yeah. get a different worldview. And so let's say you like have a politician on, they're gonna have perhaps a different worldview than someone who um, is like an entrepreneur in a sense, yeah. or someone who is of a different political party. Mm-hmm. So what, in terms of media, I, I'm a big advocate for you know people sharing their opinion and, and people, I mean, really trying their best to to get other people's stories out there, but doing it from an unbiased lens. Yes. But what happens is, even though, I mean, we can, we all have different opinions, and, and people can share stuff from an unbiased lens. 
everyone always has some sort of bias, always, whether it's a minuscule amount or a large amount. Yeah. But what I realized from, from um, having you on my show is that people who had extreme bias and who didn't critically think what our society really lacks nowadays, just gonna be honest, is, is critically thinking. But yeah, people who didn't critically think were so quick to jump to conclusion. They didn't even know me and didn't even know my family and didn't even know him, but they, what they did was they looked at his post mm -hmm. and they looked at who he was. And so they looked at his face and they, they put it to what they heard on Fox News, what they heard on CNN, um, what they read about him in the New York Times or the LA Times or yeah. the Politico or, or whatever. Yeah. Whereas they didn't analyze and assess who he was. And so they put all, they put what those facts to him and they're like, oh, He's this, he's, he's this such and such person. It's easy and to then say they, negative yeah, things behind they, the screen. Yeah, when exactly. the keyboard's a click away, exactly. it's easy to jump into uh -huh. something so fast and then you have yep. to deal with that on the other, on the other side. They wrote me and they're like, oh, and this 18 year old kid is just as brainwashed. And I'm like, I mean, I'm 18, like I, what do I really know? Like I don't even know how to pay taxes, right? <laughs> but um, <laughs> I said to myself, like, I think it's about understanding both sides. And, uh, and, yeah. and that's not just politics, it's both sides of an argument, whether it's about, I get politics or business or mm -hmm. whatnot. It's understanding both sides and critically thinking and not being quick to judge someone based off what you heard or, or what you read about them or not judging book by its cover. Mm -hmm. So it made me realize that media can be both a really good thing, but also a really nasty thing. And I think there's always going to be hate in media, even if you stay as unbiased and as central as you possibly can, you're still going to get, you're still going to get bias yeah. uh, and, and hate towards you. But it made me, um, I kind of, it kind of shaped me in the sense where I was confident in who I was and I, it kind of shaped me in like, not everyone likes you because I hadn't like never re received like, yeah, you've never you know, experienced like, that. Yeah. It. No, that's a whole and different. And so volume. I said, you know what, this is, this is part of it. I was like, Sam, if you want to get into media, if you want to keep growing the show and have big guests, like, you know, a Congressman McCarthy on, you're going to have to, to deal with this because it's part of the game. It's an inherent part of media because mm -hmm. you're going to, because Media, what it is, is it's essentially people's opinion and commentary on something. Most of the media is that. Yeah. And so with that, because it's someone's opinion and commentary, it's not always going to agree with anyone. Yeah. So it, it, it media causes for a very divisive and, and, and polarizing. There will um, always be somebody against you. Always, always someone against yes, you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I remember my dad, he was getting more mad about it than me. And I said like pop don't don't trip like it's it's all right mm -hmm. like i'm not i'm not mad i'm just like what the i was shocked yeah and then it was it was cool i mean i never and then the backlash like that was like a week because then um his post was on his instagram and then the episode came out and like that was like how long the backlash started for so it wasn't like a continuous thing mm -hmm. like how like i would i didn't like, keep getting hate dms for yeah. a whole year you know what i mean uh -huh. but it was like people who didn't know him people who were extremely leaned um extreme on one side uh they heard that i had him as a guest and they were like this they were so quick to judge yeah. like oh wow you had him on mm -hmm. and before i was like uh yeah like when people would first say that to me but then as i became more confident and understanding that this was a part of media i was like yeah i did have him on mm -hmm. like i was confident like i wasn't ashamed yeah. of anything learning curve a learning, learning curve. big big learning curve yeah and that's what i mean 18 was a crazy i mean i've only been 19 for like two months but <laughs> 18 was a crazy learning year Man. so crazy but i mean that's part of life like we're always gonna be students no yeah. matter how old we are yeah but i mean that's just like my experience from it with the mccarthy episode i'm happy it happened though mm -hmm. would i want to go through it again no but it is what it is it's part of it yeah it's part of the game absolutely and it did great things mm -hmm. for your 
for your podcast. I did. It really did. So it was worth it. It was. Yeah. It was. Now, in terms of like with with you writing about or being in the media world at mm-hmm. Liberty, yeah. Have you how how I mean because I don't know how that is like have you experienced backlash and people like not liking your work because you because you, you're a writer. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I write for um, it's called the Liberty Champion. It's their mm-hmm. university paper, but right. it's it's like the biggest paper um, in like the whole county right I think because it's it's just you know a college town and so everyone gets everyone in Lynchburg gets the mm-hmm. um, Liberty Champion but that's awesome yeah wow. it's kind of crazy I've written um, maybe like seven stories for them I just started in January but it's the school itself is also it's a private Baptist University right. you know right. and it's in the south mm. so it's certainly a very different atmosphere than California. Mm-hmm. As far as Bakersfield's concerned, it's not too different because yeah. Bakersfield's, you know, obviously very red. But yeah. um, if I were to write something like that here, it would still be very different. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you're facing backlash. I'm sure that if you interviewed Kevin McCarthy mm-hmm. for the Bakers or for the Liberty Champion. <laughs> no, sorry, they would have been stoked. They would yeah, have been they would so have been excited. Mm-hmm. They would have been through the roof. So I really haven't faced mm-hmm. anything like that. Okay, that's not good. like you. <laughs> like certain, I mean. And like to, to clarify, like mine, it wasn't a it wasn't like the most horrific thing. It was well, just like, no, it was it's just being like what the yeah, they're DMing uh-huh. you. Like, like, and it why? was like, and it was like people, like, no what? kidding, it was like people with like thirty followers, and like someone oh. is mad, someone is like, not getting their voice out because oh. you, I mean. I don't want to hate on it, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's, it's like, unfortunate. all right, like you have 30 followers, leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> that's really what it is. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was interesting. Yeah, but, so yeah. I'll just have to prepare myself for the day that I do face negative yeah. DMs. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, like, a thing, like, <laughs> like, in terms of, like, aspirations with guests, like, mm-hmm. I think it'd be dope to have, like, to interview someone like an Andrew Yang. Yeah. Who, I think he, he is, he leans more left, but I think he's, he's independent now. But I would just like to hear his views yeah. on on politics and society, and like, I don't know. I would like to interview. I want to. I mean, I've interviewed I think three or four conservative politicians and mm-hmm. one uh, Democratic politician. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would I would like to to make those numbers fairly even. So yeah. I would like to interview more right. Democratic um, politicians in the future. So I mean, I I know that like I'll have a Republican on. Let's say I have a, Rep- a Republican politician on my show. They're, they're uh, for the most part. I mean. Most conservatives are probably gonna, that's gonna be appealing to them. They're gonna wanna listen to it. Yeah. I mean, and then juxtapose like having a, a Democratic politician on, they're probably gonna be like, oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't, you see, like, the letter R next to someone's name or the letter yeah. D next to someone's name. Don't let that be unappealing to you. If anything, let that open your eyes more and be more curious. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. What if it takes me. you continue to have relatively I mean I mean Kevin McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy is a big name but everyone else is you know a local politician yeah. which is still great yeah but if that continued to build and you got bigger names and bigger names and more viewers would you ever consider taking this to like NPR or mm-hmm. someone of like I mean podcasts get big all the time yeah. by just going to Barstool 100% and it's it's just crazy how it's mm-hmm. changed the face yeah. of media how it's mm-hmm. changed Spotify how people listen yeah. to music like all these things my favorite app would you yeah. yeah absolutely would you ever consider doing something like that it's a great question Andy um, 100% you know I've thought about it before because I said to myself I'm gonna I want the show to really grow 
and I wanted to, you know, really reach as many people as I can. Mm -hmm. And in and, and order for that to happen, I think um, it, it's good to be signed yeah. by like by like a media corporation or an agency. So I thought about like NPR, I thought about Spotify, I thought about um, Barstool before. So I think I'm I'm definitely open to it. I don't know which one, yeah. which one fits, you know, Knock my niche. Doors. But what I what I am gonna do is I'm gonna keep building the show because I look at it like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan's my favorite um, podcaster, and he's like one of my overall like favorite celebrities. Yeah, he actually was a big big role model to the podcast. I look at him, and his podcast was independent for like a decade, a little over. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then he finally got signed to Spotify. So you never know what can happen. Yeah. You gotta you gotta be able to put in put in the time and the work. And yeah. From there, who knows? It may take off. That's true. That's really. I just did not know that. Barso will be dope though. Barso. Barso will be, be so really fun. Cool. Yeah. Because it's like comedy, but if yeah. you also have serious guests on. And then the know. more that you do episodes, the more that you'll find the fine line, and you'll 100%. you'll master that yeah. a little bit more. You know, it and all we, takes time. Yeah, and we have to think about it like this too. Like podcasts, like are a big thing now because yeah. you had the pandemic happen and people yes. had more time to listen to stuff yes because huge thing yeah they it's were crazy. at home doing their thing yeah and i think it was like a huge spike i talked about this on my last episode there was a huge spike and boom in podcasting from like 2020 to like 2021 yeah and it's only going to keep going up yeah. and and let's say like the numbers become stagnant after a couple of years when all those um podcasts are going to start coming up at, like agencies like NPR and Spotify and Barso, their mm -hmm. eyes are going to be more attentive yeah. to like the rising number of podcasts because mm -hmm. that's a popular thing. I mean, you wanna you wanna get with with what's trending. So yes, absolutely. I think the odds of that happening um, are greater than they were when I started the podcast two years ago. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. 100%. It's like I never saw podcasts coming mm -hmm. when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. Like I Same. did not see that happening. Really, that just yeah. wasn't a big thing in my family at that time. Mm -hmm. And now like, I don't even, it's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. And I don't even like, I guess you say it happened in 2020. I wasn't aware yeah. of when that happened. And then my dad was finally like Joe Rogan. And he became <laughs> obsessed Rogan, with the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, podcasts are uh -huh. huge because yeah. I just always heard about like, you know, what is, what is, what is it, um, call her daddy or whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know what it's officially called. Yeah. I don't know if it's called me or it's call on, her. I think it's, it's call her daddy. Her. It's on, okay. Uh, on, uh, <laughs> it's on Barstool. Yes. And I heard about podcast. all that drama. <laughs> yeah. Interesting podcast. But I heard about all the drama and I was like, yeah. oh wait, like, yeah. this, like podcast tea. Like yeah. this is, this is popular. It is popular. Whoa. And the thing about podcasting too, it's not like in, cause like with sitcom, like everything's like scripted and yeah. staged. And same thing with movies. It's all scripted and staged, and it's all going through production. It's, like, very serious. Mm -hmm. Whereas with podcasting, you can get really – you can be very engaging yeah. and also very serious mm -hmm. and um, entertaining all at the same time. Yeah. But it's, it's not like it's as – Yeah, it's, it's natural. It's not, like, as scripted. Mm -hmm. So that's what I also like about podcasting. It's not like you have to, like – I mean, I, you have to put work in every episode, but it's not like you have to, like, write a long yeah. script out and plan a bunch of things. Like, yeah. you can really go with the flow mm -hmm. when you become confident with who you're talking about. Or who you're talking with and what you're talking about. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great. Um, I think I just have one more question for okay. you. Okay, perfect. And it's kind of, might have already touched on it, I don't oh, know. That's fine. But what is the best thing you feel you have gotten out of this entire experience? If you can mm -hmm. narrow it down to one thing, someone's like, Sammy, <laughs> Sammy our guy. Yeah. What is the coolest thing? What's the best thing? Like, what would you say? I think the best thing is 
um, being able to impact others mm -hmm. by interviewing other people and, and hearing their side of the story while adding like my commentary to it too. Yeah. So it's like being able to influence and entertain people based on like what I have to say while interviewing someone. So you're adding like two, two uh, voices to the table. Yeah. And you just get to see like a unique perspective on that. Cause like, mm -hmm. I love our mayor here in Bakersfield. I'm a huge supporter of her. She's a really awesome person. Oh my gosh, she's incredible. I love her a lot. She's, the she's a, one of the sweetest ladies ever. Oh man. And like you guys who don't live in Bakersfield, I mean, uh, you're missing you're out. You're missing out. Karen like, Go. Yeah, amazing person. Love I like, her. I had her on my show, and that was a good episode. Thank you. Yes. You listen to it. Yes, I did. Okay, awesome. You did your research. I but... did. I, I tried <laughs> to walk in here prepared. Right. Um, but I had her on the show. And I like, I knew she was a mayor. Like I knew she was a really smart person, one of the best orators I've ever heard. Um, yeah, but I didn't like know her like entire background. And she yeah. started talking about corporate and, mm -hmm. and what it really is to be a leader and how yeah. it is to be a leader through like a very tough and challenging crisis. And I was like, whoa, I was blown away. Yeah. So I got to hear her side of the story while like hearing my perspective and my commentary through it, mm -hmm. which was like come together. And then that's like projected towards the audience. And now from there, you're influencing and entertaining people. Yeah. I think that's been my best part. I mean, I can't narrow it down to, that's like the main thing, mm -hmm. but also just meeting new people, like yeah. uh, whether it's audience, whether Some it's like guests, mm -hmm. it's like it's meeting new people and it's it's being able to, you know, to connect on it on a different way. Cause I mean, like, I think we get so caught up with like the things we have to do in our life, our daily things, whether it's like work mm -hmm. and, and we're working out and then we hang out with our friends here. We go on vacation here. We, 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 kind of get like into this circle. Like mm -hmm. this is like, this, this is my ne network, this is who I know. But the world is so vast. There's yeah. so many people out there with so many fascinating stories and backgrounds mm -hmm. who, have, who have so much to talk about. And it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it gets me excited even talking about it. Yeah. Maybe it's the caffeine kicking in, but definitely. No, you 100%. can see your passion. Yeah, I it's appreciate evident. that. It's mm evident, -hmm. it's clear, and it's admirable. Thank you. It's amazing. Appreciate it. But in terms of like, so, uh, folks, what this was is, like, obviously, like, it's it's my podcast and I had her on the show, but we were talking about how she would want to interview me, too. So, I was like, mm -hmm. all right, let's do it. So, it's kind of like yeah. a panel, if you will. Yeah. Maybe. It I don't was know. A different, yeah. It was a different attitude cool. than your other episodes thus far. And I was kind of excited yeah. when you said, okay, well, yeah, ask me the questions. And I got some for you. And I was like, oh, this is going to be yeah. different. Yeah, This 100%. is, like, your, your listeners finally get to really see where this came from yeah. and how you started it. Mm -hmm. I was on a bike ride with my mom. Like, who yeah. would have known? Like, no, no yeah, known. absolutely. And it's like those things, like there's been times where I was like, man, I don't, I kind of want to take a long break from the podcast. But, mm -hmm. and I think, cause what happened was, is I was super busy mm -hmm. in college and like second semester of college was challenging. Yeah. It was, I was working a lot. Uh, classes were somewhat a little harder than the first semester. Mm -hmm. And I had to figure things out. I was, you know, on my own. I had to figure relationship stuff out. Yeah, of course. Because, um, I mean, you're on, like, your first year of college is, is fun, but it's not easy because you're learning. It wakes you, you know up. I mean? it's, it's, it's new. Yeah, and that's how definitely second semester was. I was like, man, this is some sometimes really like, uncomfortable. Like, woo, this is yeah. real life. <laughs> it's real life. I got to learn how to deal with this. And so, um, yeah, it was it challenging second semester it was a good i mean i, I loved it mm -hmm. i learned a lot i had a lot of fun yeah but i took a like i think like a two or three month break but i was still pre-recording but i wasn't releasing mm -hmm. and then so i was i was kind of like oh, i gotta get back into flow things so i started releasing episodes mm -hmm. and like two months ago i was like man do maybe do i want to take another break again but then i would think about stories like like the like the like the pureness of it the like 
how valuable those moments were. Like I would like go on bike rides with my mom or my dad, yeah. and then we would like have this idea of a podcast. And now this I I this idea is actually a reality that has grown into like a passion. Yeah. That has also like allowed me to experience things like interviewing politicians and yeah. interviewing entrepreneurs and interviewing really awesome college students and high school students. But mm. I mean, it's so I mean for that it's like it's it's it's. Yeah, you can't put a price on it. So, I mean, that's why I'll definitely have a passion for this, I mean, forever. I yeah. Mean, until I can't, I, I don't know. I don't want to stop it anytime soon, the podcast. Man. You know, it'll be breaks here and there because, I mean, we all get busy with, with school yeah. and stuff. But it will be here uh, to be listened to where people can be influenced and entertained and just to, to, to be impacted in whatever way, shape, or form that may be, mm-hmm. you know, because we all get different takeaways yeah. from it. And, 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 and you have to admit, too, like, it can be better, like podcasting can, like when you listen to podcasts, it can sometimes be more enjoyable and definitely at times be more informative than like sitting in the classroom for yeah. an hour and a half where you're like, why am I here? Yeah. This is a Jenna, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh. Yeah, like, am I going to remember this? <laughs> it's your two-hour no, lecture. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> you're I like, remember, oh, God. I was like, what, what are we doing? I was like, let's, like, I remember there was like some classes that were like two hours. Yeah, I kind of remember them. Not really. Yeah. You know what I mean? But podcasting i think it's a great way for people to hear people talk and, and hear their perspectives mm-hmm. you know and take on life yeah absolutely but yeah I'm, but um what is your college experience because you're going to be a junior right yeah i'm going into my junior year how has your college experience been the first years because you had covid the first year like pretty bad or i don't know how it was for you over there i, I mean <laughs> that's a story and a half so story and a half. we got time right we, we got time <laughs> i got time um i Got into Arizona State University, okay. which isn't the hardest thing. <laughs> but, and I don't, I mean, it's an incredible university. It's an incredible university. I thought about going there, yeah. 100%. Yeah, great school. But then I got accepted into the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism, okay. which is like, um, I want to say a 30% acceptance rate. Mm. So I was really excited about that. Like that was the, oh my right. gosh, I got an ASU. Mm. Um, and despite its reputation and despite my... Um, conservative Christian upbringing. Yeah, I was like, I'm going. I'm committing because wow. I wanted to go to that school. Yeah, and I get there. It's 2020. It's in Phoenix, mm-hmm. right? Which is a beautiful, incredible city. Yeah, but it was also just dead. It was yeah. lifeless from from COVID? COVID. Yeah, wow. wow, it was like just shut down. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Like and LA, huh? yeah, yeah, it was like that. It was like that. So. I was there for one semester and I was ready to go away. I was ready to go do my own thing, but I knew in my heart that that was not where I was supposed to be. And that was not the atmosphere I was supposed to be in um, at that time. And I've gone back and I've visited since, like I've made some lifelong friends there, like 100%, but I just knew, okay, this isn't really what God has for me. Like, right. it was more of a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Like, I really think he sent me there to smack me around a little bit. So, oh, so you were there a year? I was No, I was there for a semester. A sem- oh, wow. Yeah, so then... Not a great experience, huh? I left after a semester. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <so>. But <laughs> honestly, COVID really, really did affect it. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. So, but did it still uphold its reputation of being a party school? Like, was there still like a lot of partying? Or, or yes, was that like? it upheld its bar stools <laughs> number one party school ranking. Oh, okay, it did there even in COVID. Wow, um, which is you know, all right, at least you're driven. You yeah. know? So then my dad drove down seven hours to come get me, seven hours back, wow. all in one day, and I uh, transferred to Bakersfield College, local JC, and I spent a semester there online. 
um, pretty much just kind of trapped in, in the apartment that we were living in at that time because, you know, it was still locked down and I had nowhere to be. I started working a little bit. Um, and then I was like, Liberty University. Because I know, I know two kids from Bakersfield who actually are there right now mm. that I have good relationships with. I was like, hey, is this school like this school kind of it is it yeah. was this legit and they're like oh my gosh you have to come here you have to come visit right so i visited in february of 2021 and i was like oh man this is like this is right it just it felt right and i was like i'm okay with moving to virginia i'm okay with leaving i'm okay with being on my own i want to be close to dc for right. political journalism opportunities so i packed everything up for fall of 2021 and i flew out so three universe, three colleges, three semesters. Thankfully, Liberty stuck, because no way was I going to be four for four. Yeah. I needed to, to stick with Third one. Third time's a charm. Third time's, Third time's a charm. Is, yeah, the, and honestly, the same for a reason. Yes, right? and it was such a learning experience. It's like, it's okay to not know what mm -hmm. you're doing in college. Mm -hmm. It's okay to switch. It's okay to change your mind, because I was yeah. deathly afraid of telling my parents I can't be at ACO. That was terrifying for me to do that. What made it so challenging, if you don't mind me asking? Telling them that I wanted to leave? Or um, just like the whole, no, no, like your experience at ASU for the semester. Um, the rules for- you have crappy roommates? No, oh, my roommate's one of my best friends. Oh, that's my awesome. older roommate. That's oh awesome. my gosh, yeah. Cool. I went and stayed with her and some other friends um, in Tempe, Arizona, okay. because the campus I was at was in Phoenix, downtown yeah. Phoenix. The big campus is in Tempe. Yeah. So um, I was in downtown Phoenix and the city was shut down. I mean, um, the rules were so, so strict. Yeah. Like, crazy strict. And I really think that it was. It just seemed like that to me because I'm from, from here. <laughs> and we were like, yeehaw, I'm still going to the store, whatever. Yeah. And then I get there and people are actually taking it so seriously. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, I obviously need to respect this, but also... This is just a lot. So when you're walking into it, I was like, I'm gonna go away, I'm a freshman, yeah, like college experience. It's exciting. Yes, and then it wasn't like that. And I just went through this really dark time, hard time. I started isolating myself. I went through some family, um, family problems back here. So I was flying back and forth, yeah. like multiple times. Um, so that was also just kind of strenuous and I just, I just knew, I knew, I was like, this isn't it for me. Like there's mm -hmm. something, there's something better, you know, yeah. there's always something better always around the corner mm -hmm. some point. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And so how's your experience at uh, Liberty been? Well, it was, um, you know, a year after COVID. Yeah. So a little bit different than four months after COVID, right? Yeah. Like yeah, definitely a little bit different as Rocks far as- were even a thing when you started. That's exactly, crazy. exactly. And so now there are more options, yeah. um, lesser m mandates on masks and things of that nature. Of course, also I'm in Virginia, which turned red. Wow. In 2021. It did. In Youngkin won, right? As governor. Yes, Glenn Youngkin. I actually like him a lot. He's yeah. really cool. Really dope. He came and spoke at Liberty. Oh, really? At one of our convocations. It's we dope. have a lot of people. Um, we have celebrities. We have um, like huge conference really? speakers come. Celebrities like what type of like um, A-list, B-list or what? I think it was two years ago, maybe three, that Steph Curry was there. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's and dope. they have like 
the cast, I mean, this one might not be as big, but it's really big in, um, like, the Christian community, right? The cast of The Chosen, okay. the TV show. The whole cast was there, which was incredible. Um, awesome TV show. And um, Say, uh, Sadie Robertson came and spoke. Okay. So that was really cool. Um, we've had a lot of awesome speakers. And so it's just been eye-opening in that sense it was amazing being on a different coast mm -hmm. completely different than yeah. what i grew up with right do you like the east coast i love the east coast i love the east coast i'm in love with dc i want to live in dc do you like it? wow like, do you like it better than the west coast are you we talking west like coast, L west coast are we talking like la west See, coast or are we talking like what it's a good question when i when i think of west coast like i think of orange county i, well, I think la orange I think, county yes, san diego I think county of. I, I love Orange County. Beautiful. I, Huntington, so pretty. Mm, I love Huntington. I, I love all those, you know, beach towns and whatnot, but I love D.C. Like, it's like as city. far as, you know, the East Coast, that, yeah. I mean, that's where you go. Like, that's where it's at. I was D I went to D.C. Uh, almost two years ago. It was September 2020. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting. I mean, like, that's when, like, COVID was, like, no one really knew what was going on. Yeah. And it was, like, still, like, a continuing story. Yes. Every day, or developing yes. story every day. Absolutely. And so it was cool, but it was, like, different because I feel like people were paranoid. It was more eerie. Yeah. But, I mean, it was still great to see the capital of this country. Yeah. I mean, right. it was amazing. I love going there. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I want to go back for sure at yeah. some point. But, I mean, I don't know. But And that's the thing with college is, like, like it's a time. Like, you're entering adulthood. Like, mm -hmm. you've been raised. You've been living. Most people have grown up with the parents where they've, you know, been given guidance and they, they get used to a way of, of life. Yeah. Whereas like when you move out on your own, it can be challenging at times and stressful, but like, I mean, you're going to mess up. Like yeah. it, ha it happens. Like exactly. I made so many mistakes my first year. Sometimes you switch you know colleges three times, you know? Sometimes you switch three times, then sometimes <laughs> you end up on a completely different coast. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes you stick it in the first choice. Yeah. Congrats. Thank good you. for you. That's, yeah, I, I, <laughs> Obviously I, not everyone can say that. No, <laughs> obviously. But um, I applied to both ASU and I got in, but I was like, too much money. Because they didn't want to give me any more. I was like, yeah, no, I was like, give expensive. me more money. Like, yeah. They didn't want to give me like the Cal Grant because it was in Arizona. So yeah. like, all right. Liberty's giving me more money. A private Baptist university has given me more money yeah. than the public state school. It's, it's interesting. Which is crazy. Wow. I mean, they're both expensive either way, right? <laughs> of course they are. Yeah. But if we're talking strictly numbers, yeah. Liberty has been very gracious in and what then, they have given for scholarship-wise and everything. Mm -hmm. And I mean, every college student knows the strains of yeah. student loans. It's not fun. My parents are still paying those off. You know, oh, man, still paying them off. Yeah, but uh, maybe they'll be forgiven. I've been hearing talks about it, but I actually applied to Liberty, mm -hmm. and I said, "I did, I did," what? and I turned in my application. <laughs> I was in front of my, I was on my mom's MacBook, uh -huh. and I was like, uh, "That's kind of far." <laughs> I, I, said, you know, I was like, "Because uh, I was, if, if I could, I tell my mom and dad this. I, I've said this before, but mm -hmm. if I could have moved out at seventeen because I moved out at 18. Yeah. If I could have moved out at 17, I would have totally moved out at 17. Mm -hmm. So I was just, I was, I, I always knew that I was going to live on my own. I always knew that I was yeah. going to go like to college and go. find a career. Like I was, yes, I would embrace exactly. that. Like I was like, I couldn't wait till my senior year was over. Like yeah. I hate, I don't want to say hate, but I, my senior year was uncomfortable I, where I was, because of that uncomfort, I was ready for it to be over quicker. Yeah. You know and what I mean? And then COVID happened. COVID happened and all that. But I mean, if I could have left the house at like 17, I would have been ready. But I think, when it came to like applying like a liberty, which is um, 
East Coast. I was like, yeah. that's far. Distance, I don't know if I want to go that far. Is a big factor. It is a big factor. It is. And then I thought I was going to go to Kansas for the longest time. University Kansas. Of Kansas. I thought I was. You're going to go to Kansas. I applied. What's in Kansas? Nothing. Nothing. My family, but Topeka. nothing else. <laughs> Topeka. Uh, cornfields, maybe. Corn. I don't know. Oh my goodness. I should know, but um, I thought because I applied to um, I know, September 2020. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was going to go to University of Kansas. I thought I was going to be Jayhawk. I was committed. I was ready um, until like February or March. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to go to Kansas, Mom. I'm going to go to Kansas, Dad. And they're like, all right. Like, it's like my mom and dad knew better. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, sure. And then we went to go tour it. I think it was like December 2020. And yeah. they... Bakersfield, we don't get winters. We're blessed. Yeah. Everyone freaks out when it rains here. They don't know how to drive. I don't know what yeah. that's about. But yeah. They wouldn't make it in a, in a rainstorm so back there. It was there. a real winter, and I got out of the car to tour it, and I was like, this sucks. Yeah. And it was a sign. I felt like it was a sign because I got like pretty sick the next day. Oh, it wasn't the flu or COVID or anything. It was just like a nasty, like cold, and like my yeah. throat hurt. I was like, this is a sign. Yeah. I don't want to live here. It's cold. It's in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So I found, I go to Vanguard University. So I found Vanguard. And I was like, whoa, Bougie. Orange County. It's Orange right County. by the beach. I mean, like, like perfect. Just, <laughs> I got I to gotta move there. And it's been a great fit. I miss yeah. it every day. I, re I really miss it every day. Yeah, I miss, I miss Liberty too, 100%. And I like how you're talking about a real winter because when <laughs> I visited, it was in February. Okay. It was actually my flight, the whole, the whole entire trip because, um, it's called College for a Weekend Seafall, mm -hmm. and kids come from everywhere, obviously everywhere. Yeah, California. from Vegas, um, that is. And it was delayed a week because there were ice storms. In February. In February, in Virginia. It's very central Virginia. It's as central as it gets. So it's not like it's, oh, Virginia Beach. Like, no, you're <laughs> smack dab in the middle of Kinda the Kind of like state. Bakersfield. Like, yes. it's California, but it's like the middle of California. It's yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it's still gorgeous. Virginia is one of the prettiest places I've ever seen in my life. But ice storms. So then I go a week later, still in February, and it's just raining the whole time. Oh, and Lord. it's cold. And I was like, that was it. Was that never? That was, oh. was never unappealing to you? Like I don't know if I want to go here with the weather. Weather because weather was a big thing to me. Yeah, I was like, I don't it want was. To be in the snow. It was interesting, but it was never like a turnoff. Right. Like the coldest that it got was two degrees wind chill factor. Okay. And that was like for one day. Mm -hmm. And I have like, I have like a Snapchat video of me like sliding down a, like this hill on our campus on a sled. Sounds fun. And I have like the little two degree Snapchat degrees, thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't yeah. feel my nose. But anyways, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It was fun. It was mm -hmm. something new. Mm -hmm. It was something different. Because I mean, when I went to ASU, it was 120 degrees the day that I moved into my dorm. So like Bakersfield too. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, a little more than Bakersfield, yeah. but yes, mm -hmm. like it's gonna be a hot journey next weekend. Oh, Lord. like it's no, thank you. It wasn't too no, thank you. It wasn't too crazy for me, but yeah. um, I was I was excited for something new. Mm -hmm. I was excited for rainstorms and snow and mm -hmm. something different. A real fall, yeah. seeing trees change color. Four, you get four seasons over there. Yeah, too. seeing actual trees because like where are trees right now? Where are trees? And we yeah, <laughs> we have, like we have like pine trees and palm trees and like yeah i don't know my friends would make here. fun of me incessantly because i would just be staring out the window whenever we would go anywhere and they're like andy what is wrong with you and i'm yeah. like you guys don't understand that the, these are these are trees yeah like we don't like we have we have tumbleweeds yeah. in bakersfield we have tumbleweeds the desert like we yeah. that's kind of we have road runners i mean hence the yeah, name oh, of the yeah, college road runners, yes yeah. go road runners, go road runners. but yeah 
Um, shout out. But shout out, yeah. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. It was gonna be. I was ready. Yeah. It's like, it's gonna be fun. I was, I, I could not wait to get out of the house. And I don't, my mom and dad, if you were saying it was never because I didn't like living at the house. I was just ready for a change. Yeah. And I think, the only thing it was, I think it was being qu- uh, quarantined that time. Like, it made yes. me, like, more, like, anxious yes. to, like, you get, just get out of the house. I'm You're like, like okay, really when here. are we gonna go? I was like, I really want to get out of here. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's been fun. I, the freedom's cool, but it's like, I don't know. It was the part, it was a, I like the fact that, like, I had to like figure things out. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, all right, I have to figure out uh, yeah, where I'm gonna you. get a job. I exactly. have to figure out like who I should be friends with. I have mm-hmm. to like figure out how to like to live with people who I don't know. Yeah, and they've had probably the same habits for 18 years. But yeah, I think it's good to get out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. I'm not saying like go live with complete strangers because you know where that can take you. But try new things. Yeah, yeah, I and think, not be afraid yeah. to try new things. That's some more right there is try new things. Mm-hmm. Whether that's pot. I mean, I've said this before. I feel like this is like something I always kind of circle back to. Try new things. Whether that's skydiving. I want to go skydiving next month. I may. Are you gonna go skydiving next I think, month. I think I think I've already. Where are you gonna go? Of, Santa Barbara. Well, it's the Taft. Oh, the Taft one. The one in Taft. My my buddy did it, and he's like, dude, you have to do this, bro. Seriously. And I was like, dude. I want to do this, bro. Dude, you're definitely, <laughs> yeah. you're just, with your boys, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, dude, you need to do this. I'm like, all right, man. But I don't know. I don't, let's see. Like, I, I don't, I don't, like, have enough courage to do it. I'm going to do it at some point. Yeah. Just like with surfing. Like, I tried it. I suck at it. Oh, my but gosh, surfing's so fun. I am determined to get yes. better. I'm determined to get better this year. Go Despite surf in San Diego. Yeah, okay. You don't have to wear a wetsuit there. Really? Yeah. Like La Jolla? Um, I surf at Mission Beach. Mission That's where Beach. we always stay. Oh, okay. But they're also they're amazing waves right off the cliffs at Point Loma. Point Loma. Yeah. yeah. It was a little pretty. intimidating for me. Not quite ready for that. I don't think I'm ready for much because <laughs> I can barely stand. But I think uh, I, I surf at Huntington. It's pretty. Uh, Newport's good if you're like a decent surfer. I had a buddy who was actually yeah. really good at surfing. Mm-hmm. But the problem was is I wasn't. It was <laughs> a really short, uh, shore break. Oh. I don't know if I'm saying the terms right. You no, with, yeah, they, they crash yeah, right they on, cra- like, and, um, oh my gosh, what's the beach in, in Newport called? It's it's known for the giant yeah, waves that um, crash right uh, there, right by the jetty. Uh, yeah, but it's by the jetty. I think it's just Balboa, maybe. Uh, it's right It's by, right by Balboa Park. Yeah, it's yes. a, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. We, me and my friends just call it the jetty. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't remember what it's called. I've been there like twice. It's crazy. But I mean, beautiful yeah, beaches. Yeah, pretty. I mean, it's, it's gorgeous down there. But I remember yeah. like the first time I went surfing, like I was like learning how like to paddle and to maneuver the board because I had a... Uh, forget what, a wave storm, I think it's called from Costco, and they're really clunky and like really tall surfboards, so it was not easy. To oh, the blue ever. ones, like yeah. the blue ones. Yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And so, <laughs> some like straight up like actual surfer dude is like coming in on a wave, and my and my friend Chris like, dude, Sam, you got to paddle all the way. Like, come on, just follow me. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm like paddling, but I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, this is not good. He's gonna hit me. He's, yeah. I knew it was gonna happen. So I like, I was like, it's gonna you happen. Just gotta, you just gotta. And I thought he would like understand and be chill about it because I like I actually like somewhat got out of the way at the very end. He just clipped my foot and it didn't hurt because mm-hmm. yeah, he barely clipped it. But he didn't like get the he still caught his wave, but he didn't get the best out of his wave. And then he's like, "Dude, you need to watch out, bro." He didn't say it in those mm-hmm. nice terms as you know I was polite enough to um, yeah say, but he was like, "Dude, you need to get out of my way." And I was like, "Wow, this is kind of scary." And then 
Yeah, because like we were joking around about it. They're like, they're like Sam, like you gotta learn how to get out of people's way. They were just joking about it, like yeah. on the car right there. Like you gotta learn to get out of people's just, way. Mm, yeah, should have just hopped off the board, man. I should have just like flipped upside down. Yeah, uh -huh. they were like joking, saying like you don't want to tick people off. You gotta learn how to get out of their way. I'm like, oh, I'll be fine, guys. It's whatever. Man. And then it actually happened. That became like the butt of like the joke for like first semester. It was uh -huh. like how I got like some surfer dude mad. But I was like, it, it makes sense. It was me. Like I don't. It's whatever. I, yeah. I learned. I do not. I I mean. I learned how to surf in Maui when I went That's as dope. a kid. That's I learned dope. how to surf on a seven foot. Are you good at surfing? No, okay. but I love it. Yeah. Like, I'm not very good boogie at board it. Boogie boarding is fun. It's easy. I like to stand up on a boogie board, actually. Really? It's a challenge. But I was surfing um, in Maui. I had just learned maybe like two days earlier. And like I said, on this giant, clunky, foam, rotting seven foot board that was heavier rotting. than me. And mm -hmm. yeah, no, was it was it literally falling apart. Oh wow! It, like the it was so old, the foam was like coming off in pieces. And oh, it was foam. Okay. Yeah, and we were doing um, the road to Hana. I think that's what that's what we were on, and we stopped at one of these one of these beaches. I don't even remember what it was called, and there were surfers out there. Yeah. And my dad was like, "Hey, you should go." I'm literally four eleven, maybe five foot tiny these waves are huge i was like yeah let's do it so i'm like dragging my board behind me getting into the ocean ambition though ambition, ambition <laughs> and at least I, you try i right? get out there the water is so deep i mean california beaches are not deep no not at all the no. water is so deep like i've been in 17 foot pools and this was just like, like yo like scary and the waves are giant i've never been anything like that ever in my life and the surfers actually come over to me they like she paddled over to me and she was like hey like what's your name and i was like oh hi like i'm andy <laughs> like i just learned how to surf she's like do you want me to help you i was like yeah sure that'd be great and so she pushed my board while i was paddling so i would be fast enough right. to catch the wave and the wave was so powerful, I couldn't even stand up. Oh, wow. Like, that's how new I was at this. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I, I, like, I might die, but like, let's go out with a bang. I didn't even stand up, I just rode it all the way in, and I was like, I'm done, that's it. That's it. And so then my dad comes over to me, and the, and the a couple of the girls paddle up to the sand, and he's like, hey, thank you so much, like, what, like, what's going on like what are your names mm -hmm. turns out they were professional surfers whoa just vibing at this beach like there really wasn't anyone there and they were like oh yeah you know we just wanted to come help her out because i was mm -hmm. obviously lost cause looking yeah. like i was lost going cause. to drown out right. there and so we got a picture with me and these three professional surfers just looking like a kid in a candy store like well, it's a cool, that's a cool story though it's a super cool that's, story that's it's such a cool story yeah. but that was one of my first surfing experiences i want to go back around. to maui we'll, we'll see yeah. it's expensive but i, yeah. I want to go to i want to go back to hawaii great place i also want to go to mexico too i want to go to mexico yeah. also yeah just for just to, just to say just, yeah i mean yeah. i want to go to europe and australia for sure yeah but i'm in college so like i have to like wait you gotta wait till you till your grad watch like a grad trip. i have to like really pay attention to it <laughs> yeah like, then you can go do all the fun yeah. Greece stuff in Italy. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Well, one of these days, one of these days. But um, as we close, mm -hmm. what's I mean? Because like college, like I like how we were like talking about that, kind of touching on it. Like, yeah, it's not easy, but it, they're probably some of the best years of your life. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Right? I mean, what's what's the best advice you can give any college student? Someone going into college or someone that's in college? Because you've had like you've gone to three different schools, and you're, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're about to start your third year, so. So it was really. It was, it was interesting for me because I knew what I wanted to do. I, I'd known what I wanted to do since I was 11 years old. Right. Journalism. I wanted right. to be a journalist. Some kids go into college and they have absolutely no idea what they want to do until their third year, which is also okay. 
it's okay to not know what you want to do yet. It's okay to not know where you want to go and change your mind. Right. Like, I think that that's one of the biggest things that I would say is it's okay to make decisions and make mistakes and then learn how to deal with that. Like, I, I don't think that ASU was a mistake at all. I think it was an incredible learning experience and I met some amazing people, but it was okay for me to say, this isn't for me, yeah. you know? Like, that was all right. And then, like, I have friends who have changed their major three times and that's okay, you know? Like, it's all just a learning experience. Everything happens for a reason. It's true. Nothing is a coincidence. As so you said, true. you don't believe in coincidences. Everything will lead you exactly where you're supposed to be. Like, like I, I, don't, I don't know how far you branch out into this stuff, but but God does have you in the palm of his hand. I mean, I believe yeah. the same thing as you. Yeah. Like, he does, he he will make sure that you get to where you're supposed yeah. to go. He's not just going to, hey, yo, go, go figure it out. Yeah. Like, I mean... That's just, I think that's the bottom line. Like, it's, it's okay all a part to of a, a mightier plan that we can't see. Yeah. It's yeah. It's going to be bumpy, like some parts of a trip, like when you're flying, it's going to be. Yeah. Gonna it's a grand tapestry that we can't quite right. see yet. I mean, and before you know it, you're going to land at the right airport exactly. on the right tarmac and you're going to dock at the right gate. Exactly. That's kind of like, I feel like that was good. I thought that was, that was a wonderful I just, I was, was flying, so just. Analogy. Yeah. Good okay. job. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. I was it. off the cuff. Like, that was just like right <laughs> off the top of your head. That was. That was great. Thank you. Good job. Sammy but, over here. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like that—that's one hundred percent facts. Like, yeah, you're gonna see, like, I mean, in college, like, everyone has grown up differently, mm -hmm. and you're all adults legally. I don't really consider someone an adult. I mean, this is just my perspective. Like, I'm, I'm nineteen. I'm oh yeah, we're still legally kids. an adult. We're still. But am I an adult? Yeah, no, we're you know, still learning. Am I an adult? Like, yeah. do I really know what I'm doing? And the answer is no. I don't <laughs> know what I'm doing. The thing with that is like. You, you, like you're gonna mess up. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, there's gonna be sometimes you're gonna mess up and it's gonna be yeah. uncomfortable for you. But as long as you accept the outcome, mm -hmm. or not accept, well, accept your decisions, mm -hmm. and and you get relative with where you're at. Yeah. And you understand like how you can fix things or how you can learn and grow from them. Yes. I think yes, you'll you'll be okay. You'll be all right in life, but especially in college too, because yeah, you're gonna be faced with many different challenges. It's that last stepping yeah. stone. It's the last it one. Is. So make all the mistakes yeah, and, make, and it's not true. just make all the mistakes, but it's, it's make all the mistakes and own up to them. Yeah. And like you said, learn how to grow from them. Yeah. I would say, Absolutely. I mean, like things happen and sometimes yeah. it's not our fault, but I mean, like when we make mistakes and we mess up, I, I think it's good not to play the, the victim card and have the yeah. victim mentality. Cause it, it really up. will, it really own will up. make you grow and it, it will. will, it will make you expand your boundaries yeah. and learn things about yourself. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just what college is about. You you learn about yourself by messing up and trying again. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and then also, of course, you have your major and you go to class. Yes, don't ditch class. Don't don't forget about your major going to class. I, I, my, uh, <laughs> my first semester of college, I could have got all A's the first semester, but see what happened was is I got lazy. Oh man. And okay, I don't want to make excuses, but he, hear me out. First class of the week was psychology. Which sucked. I didn't like it. Psych is cool. Not if you have a bad professor. I shouldn't have said that. That's, I mean, no, 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 but that, no, 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 no. Right? But that's 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 true. That's and you true. get at eight a.m. on a Monday. Yeah. So if you have a bad a professor, class, the coolest class can me. become. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, and then I was like, I was strong. I did it, and then I got like to like November, December. I was like, bro, this class sucks. It's whatever. You got burned out. I got burnt out. And also, I got complacent. I was like, all the tests are online. I'll just take it with oh, one of my friends. Like, yeah. we're chilling. 
And then, uh, yeah, Stay well, she, I, I missed too many classes, and the teacher, I got like a B plus, but she didn't want to round it up. She's like, you missed, you, you missed like four, five classes, you know. I did? And I, you did it on purpose. Oh. What well, our school, if you miss like six or seven, I think it's an automatic fail. No, I mean Liberty also has a really strict yeah. attendance policy, but yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know Vanguard had that time. Yeah. Like that. Uh, not a, I think every professor it's subjective. Well, I think so. It's an it's objective for what the school has to say, but like yeah. this uh, professor professor can can't have leeway. Make some leeway. Yeah. Have some leeway. Exactly. Right, right. Right. And then so she's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna round it up." And I was like, "Well, that's my fault." Yeah. And I learned, and I still ditched class second semester, <laughs> but I was I was better with it. I was better with it. Oh my gosh. So you know what I mean? That's yeah. just a little twist, but yeah, yeah. college is fun. Uh, yeah. One last thing I want to throw in. Go ahead. Rate my professor. Yes. Use it. Because then you can avoid Use situations that. like that. And Use have that. an 8 a.m. site class with a professor that isn't great. Yeah. But I was also gullible. I was like, I remember I was filling out my uh, first semester schedule. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do all 8 a.m. So I'm going to be free. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sammy. Monday through um, Thursday, 8 a.m., four days a week, no oh, class, gosh. Friday. So I was like, I'm chilling. All right. Um, well, you go to bed at two. Exactly. You go to bed at two. Don't get 8 a.m.s. Some of my friends, they live right next door. They were good at going to bed at like 11, 30, 12 every night. Wow. I don't know how they did that. That's, That's a skill. That is a skill. Because I'm so bad at going to bed on time. I'm, with yeah. work, I'm better, but I, I feel like I'm very intermittent. Like sometimes it'll be 11, 30, sometimes 1, 30, sometimes 12. Yeah. Right? But with college, it was like always late. Yeah, college always it was like, always one thirty to two thirty. So no I, matter what, always, always. So I yeah. picked, I, I did this. I signed up for all those crappy classes at like eight a.m. Such a bad schedule. And I was like, I, I was like, I'm gonna have so much free time. I can get a job, hang out with my boys at the beach. It's gonna be fun. Hang out with the boys. Hang, yeah, and, and then well, yeah, I got burnt out quick. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. this sucks. I'm, I'm never doing it eight a.m. again. But I had an 8 a.m. second semester, but it was like that was because that was the only time slot that class had. Um, yeah. But this next sucks. semester, no 8 a.m. I don't have a single class before 12:30 this next semester. What? Yeah, because I'm living off that? campus. I'm moving into an apartment, okay. so I'm gonna have to drive to school. It's like an eight-minute drive. But I was like, right. there's no way I'm waking up at seven. How many do you have? Five classes. Um, I have 17 credits. I have a full load. Dang. I, I don't know how many that is. I have. It's probably like five or six. Yeah. I have like two online classes. Well, you'll probably get done later then, like at 4.30-ish? Um, I don't, I mean, no, I have, on Wednesdays, I have a lecture, and so that'll get out at like five. Oh, yeah, but everything else, it's it's like 12.30 to maybe like three. See, I got, That's great. I got blessed. I, I signed up for my English class, mm -hmm. um, and I was going to do asynchronous, but oh, yeah. when you sign up, the spaces mm -hmm. get filled out, are filled up, so I was like, it was kind of mad. I was like, dang it, I want to take the class with my friends. Yeah. And so I had to settle for the, what was it, 7, no, 6.30 to 9.30 English mm -hmm. class, once a week, oh. on a Wednesday, oh. but I'm like, it's a Wednesday, like, bro, like, it's three-hour class, yeah. English, like, I like writing, but, like, do I want to do this on a Wednesday? No, yeah. who does? Yeah. And so, no um, they switched it up, now it's asynchronous, because I think they realized that no student wants to do that, so I got lucky, so. Good for you. I'm, I'm excited for the Sometimes schedule. We'll, we'll see how it works, but, um, Andy, thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Yes. Where, where, where can the uh, people find you? Where can the masses find you? The masses. The masses. Oh. I haven't said that term in a while. It was a, the masses are going to come lot find me. Back in the <laughs> early days. On Instagram. Find me on Instagram. Uh, do I give like my handle? Like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, it's A. Shea Napier. 
I guess. Yeah. S sound it out, I suppose. And that'll be in the description. It's in too. the description. There we go. When I post the episode. I'm also on it's Twitter. It's in the descriptions. Twitter. I'm also I, on. See, that's what I don't have. I don't have Twitter. Get a Twitter. Get a Twitter. Twitter. Get a Twitter. My boss is a Twitter, and I see why he has it. It's very informative. Every college student, I'm not even kidding, get a Twitter, but make it a professional Twitter, because then when you need to put a social media on a resume, on a LinkedIn, on anything, you can say, oh, here's my Twitter, and it's a professional, quote unquote, it's not like your Instagram or whatever. Snapchat. And then they don't go looking for something else because you gave them something. Yes. I'm, I'm uh, so serious about that. Make a professional Twitter and then you hand that to them and they're like, okay, great. We don't need to dig for their Instagram. Well, I'm really happy you said that. Um, wow. Do it. I, Do it. Because I would have been debating. Today. Like, <laughs> I've been debating like the last three weeks if I wanted Twitter and I, I'm going to get one, I guess. Yep. But the thing is, like, I feel like I'm going to check it. Not, no, it's screwed. I'll just get it. I'll just get it Twitter. Just get it. Why and not? then you can just keep and it promote minimal. Promote the podcast on the Twitter. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. You can keep Boom. it minimal. It doesn't have to be your main source of social media, but yeah. then you have something to hand it to them and it looks pretty. Yeah. It looks sophisticated. It like looks a college student has Twitter. All right. And it's, a, and it's a good Twitter. It's yeah. not, you know, like your burner account Twitter. <laughs> have a yeah. burner account if you want, but don't give them that. Have a spam one. account on Instagram. That's probably safer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But Andy, that was fun. Good luck to you at uh, Liberty Thank and your you journalism much. career. Thank you. Excited to see where that takes place or how it takes off. I'm excited and where, to see where this podcast goes. I'm going to be following <laughs> it closely. Appreciate it. But anyway, folks, thank you. Uh, enjoy. God bless. And get a Twitter. Get a Twitter. Get a Twitter. I'll see you around. <laughs>